y'all, this is Dregs One. Welcome back to a very special episode of the History of the Bay podcast. Shout out to the team King Set on the lens, D.O. on the boards, Dying Breed with the gear. Shout out Mojo Labs with the gear. Shout out Amoeba Music. And today, it's my honor to introduce a legendary interview with the one and only Messi Marv. I grew up in Frisco. I grew up off Messi Marv. Like most of my friends, one of the top rappers out here. Every day on social media, I'm seeing people talk about Mess. Where's he at? We love his music. And I, it was a personal mission of mine to make this happen, make this, get this interview popping. And I will say one thing, too, that when it comes to Mess, some people like to highlight the controversy. They like to highlight the negative. They like to take shots at a legendary factor. Me, myself, personally, I'm not into that. I'm more into uplifting and trying to support and trying to give these legendary rap cats, they flowers while they can still smell them. And some of y'all out there talking shit and talking down on some of these legends are going to be the same people putting up RIPs and prayer hands if they pass away, God forbid. So with this interview, I'm hoping we can change the tone and do more things to support one each other, not just for our rappers that are locked down, but for our loved ones, our family members behind them walls, and just our people, period, man. So without further ado... We're going to get into this conversation. Of course, it's limited. That mess could not be here with us physically because of his situation. But none, but nevertheless, it's still a really dope interview, and I think you guys are going to enjoy it. So with that being said, let's get into it. This is a free call from... Mess. An inmate at the... Correctional facility. To accept this free call, press zero. This calls from a correctional facility and is subject to monitoring, recording, and disclosure to the district attorney or law enforcement agency. To continue and accept this call, please press 1 after the tone. This is from a correctional facility and is subject to monitoring, recording, and disclosure to the district attorney or other law enforcement agencies. Thank you for using Global Link. Dress one, you want to wait till six or you want to do it now? Let's do it right now. We are, we all plugged in, baby. Let's do it. Let's do it. We we on the line right now in the lab, man. Yeah, hello. Hell yeah, bro. Dress one. <laughs> Yo, so everybody listening right now, man, on the phone, we got the one and only re representing San Francisco's Filmo District, Cash Lord Mess. AKA Lil Papered Up Mess, AKA The Boy Boy Young Mess, AKA Mescaline, AKA Messy Marv. Yeah, what's happening, man? Man, it's, it's, it's good to hear from you, bro. And I know the people gonna, gonna appreciate hearing from you too, man. Good hearing from you too, Dreads. One that gonna make feel we all in. That's right, that's right. Real Frisco shit, man. So just to, just to jump yeah. right into it, man, um, Without going into any details about your case, you know, you're sitting down right now, but you're in good spirits and uh, you expect to be home sooner than later. Is that correct? Yeah, it's been three years. I've been down. I expect to come home shortly. I'm going to do this fresh out with you. You know what I'm saying? Um, been reaching out to Fab, back party, welcome home party. Um, trying to reach out to Gary Archer to reach the fab. 
um, Frisco definitely need one of them um, on my back end. Um, but definitely appreciate that from the Oakland native representative, Mr. Fab. Um, yeah, it's been a long three. I'm down for Robin and um, some more Robin. You know what I'm saying? Um, it just get like that for me, man. Get right back out of here and, and just do some shit like that. Um, when it's rap shit, don't get to speaking to me the way that I think it should. I've been like that all my life. Everybody in the world know who I am and know how I get down. I'm sorry I left you for so long and ain't dropped no album. Child Time was the last album I dropped. Me and Mozzie Zilla. Congratulations, Mozzie, with the new CMG deal. Yo, Gotti did that. They go to the area, they go to Bay Court. And um, just thinking about some certified shit. Um, the new album, Certified. Um, ain't really wrote nothing. I don't really collect my, my thoughts that way. I get in the booth and fuck with it that way. Um, but I didn't fuck with my pencil a little bit. And um, just just sitting down, just waiting to, 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 to hear from all y'all, man, when I get home. Dregs, what? Mess, bro. You know, every, I talk, every time I talk to you, I tell you, every day people ask about you. People bring you up. People big you up. Even O.J. Simpson told Cameron and Mace that Messi Marvin San Quinn are his favorite Bay Area rappers, man. How, how does it feel? to be locked down right now, but but know that you're getting so much love from all your people on the outside. It's crazy you say that. I be on the tears shit, signing autographs all the time um, and get the love all the time. And it just don't, it's, it's, it's a different type of respect with me, man. And um, Dreams One, that came with the streets that everybody respect. And it's just that, man. I, you know what I'm saying? I, I done signed a hundred grass since I've been in this motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Fucking around. So um, it feel it feel it feel good, man, to get it back like it. You know, and 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 everybody showing the love and the support that way. I'm sorry I didn't get the free mess campaign going. Maybe we'll do a stop or something on these on these blog sites to give them the rest of this time. Um, with a banner or some man, and, and do something like that to let everybody know we still thinking mess and mess still thinking about you, man. And he on his way home. We 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 gonna we gonna crack that off right now, right here, right now. History debate podcast. Free messy Marv. The movement is back cracking. Thank you, thank you. Rest in peace, Cool Nut. Um, shout out to SB. Um, IMP. Fessil, Fessilski, Chemical Baby, all that. Um, Lakeview, you know, I went to Athens for a few, for a few months. Um, fucking around, moved to Plymouth Street for Phil Mo. They took me out of Benjamin Franklin. I went to Athens for a few months before we moved up out of there. It was a highlight of my life. Going to beeps every day after school, nigga, <laughs> fucking around like that. I fuck with Lakeview, nigga. Hell yeah, that's real. That's real Frisco shit, man. Beef burgers, bro. Hey, but how 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 did yeah. how did it feel to hear that 
What what I told you about OJ specifically when OJ shouted you out, how did that make you OJ feel? OJ Simpson, it felt it felt real good to OJ say that because OJ is from Betrayal Hill. These are the last projects still standing. We like number two most projects in America right now. Um, Frisco number two, New York number one, um, VA number one or something. I know we third most in the city right now. And there go my credentials. You say San Francisco, third most dangerous city. I pop up, Fillmore District. Um, um, and, and, and that's a hell of a feeling, but it felt good to hear OJ say that with um, Mace and um, Cam on the interview. Man, blew my mind, man. Hell yeah, man. Like like I said, it's it's you you you're gonna be tripping out when you see all the love and and, and all these things keep happening around your name in a positive way. People, people, people love you, people miss you, they wanna see you home. But I gotta say, and we talked about it a little bit before, but you know, there's been a lot of controversy around your name. You know, you've had issues with, with other rappers in the past, and I you know, I can't speak for them or how they might feel about it, but there's cats like you know, Filthy Rich and Jay Diggs and other people that you've had issues with, but is it safe to say that and when... some real niggas, and I speak on it, there's some okay. real niggas that I fuck with and that I fucked with. You feel what I'm saying? Fucking around in the streets. Um, that was my last World Star um, debut. They, they debuted this shit on World Star. I jump out in front of them kids with that chopper looking for, looking for breath. You know what I'm saying? I made the front page of the Herald that day, too. Blew my mind. I'm like, oh, I need to slow down a little bit. Them kids, huh? They put, they put me on the front page of the Herald that day, too. So, um, there you have it. I walk in the store. Niggas will shoot the store up. They'll walk in the store. I'll be outside laughing, shooting the store up. And, and 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 we just walk we 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 just leave up out the store and get to what we get to doing the what we was doing and get back to it. But that's been my reputation and them niggas' reputation all the time. Just real bait niggas and some niggas that I fucked with that I got into it with. But the respect's still the same. We still outside and that's how I fuck with it and look at it. That's me talking. No doubt. You know what I'm saying? And I'm glad to get through I'm glad to get through that and all that. And, and keep this shit 100. So there, there I go with everything. I just left Las Vegas. I'm fucking with Mozzie Nim. And um, lost a condo there. I, I caught an ankle bracelet out there. Man, I'm good for a pistol charge and a robbery. You feel what I'm saying? And then come back and do some shit like that and leave everybody. Man, niggas like he tripping. And here I am again, apologizing, apologetic to all the fans. You know what I'm saying? That supported me over all the years, man. I'm here. That was some shit that I went through. That go to controversy. I'm right back outside. They back outside. We back fucking with it. And that's that's just me talking, though. This is this is from my point of view. You feel me? This is how I live my life when I say we back fucking with it. I'm still back running this show and all that. You know what I'm saying? No doubt. No doubt. So it's, it's I mean, it's. I think everybody's going to be, think it's a good look to see that this is something that can be Worked out. It can be discussed. It can be and it can be squashed, and it can be all be put in the past, and we moving on to a new chapter for Messy Marv. Thank you. Well, let's let's take it all the way back, man. You mentioned you mentioned Lakeview. You mentioned Beast, but for those who don't know, let's set the records straight and t- and tell everybody where you were born. I was born 
in San Francisco, California, when people say feel mo, you got to think of Turkwood projects, you got to think of the West Side projects, you got to think of the Pay Street projects, you got to think of 12 stories, them projects, they told, they, they ripped them up, they told them down. You know what I'm saying? I'm a free lunch, baby. I'm a jet nigga. You know what I'm saying, though? 1300 West Side, nigga. Turkwood, baby. So um, when you say San Francisco and you say San Franciscan, you, then my name pop up, nigga. Kaiser on Gary Street. A lot of niggas was born in the South. A lot of niggas was born up North. You feel what I'm saying? But I was born right there, nigga, at Kaiser on Gary. That's what my shit read, nigga. Real Phil Monian, nigga. And that's what I'm going to stay. Phil Mo can't stop coming out of my mouth. Like I said, we are the third most dangerous city in the world right now. When you say San Francisco, third most dangerous city, my name pop up. Phil Mo District and all that. So there I go, man. There goes some real Frisco. And, um... Yeah, I'm not mad at none of you niggas, but I love all you niggas, nigga. They blackballed me, nigga. Mm-hmm. I've been doing it town for a long time, though. You know what I'm saying? Back and forth all my life, though. Nigga, um, backflips on the on the pissy um, um, box spring, nigga. A5 mini park. That's where messing them come from. You feel what I'm saying? Little niggas doing that. My grandmama used to stay in the 80s. You feel what I'm saying? So I, we used to do backflips and shit in the mini park on them pissy matches and shit all the time. Real jet nigga, though. You feel what I'm saying? So there go my Frisco, nigga. And, and here I am, man. Here I am, but I love you, nigga. And the, and the city loves you too, bro. And that's why I'm glad we get we getting all this on the record once and for all. But at, at a certain point, your family did move out to, to the East Bay, correct? Um, Yeah. To Oakland, California, mm-hmm. and um, young Rich Rocker, um, my my little cuz, um, we did Pittsburgh for a minute, um, and I did the entire Bay Area like that, man. Uh, we were in and out of our conditions, um, coming from the Jets into these lower development house sub housing with these vouchers and shit. And, and, um, you know, that's how we did it. You know, that's where we went. That's where I went, nigga. I did some school over here. I did some school over there. And shout out Rich Rocker, man. That's what we did. And it's still Frisco, nigga. It was still Frisco, nigga. That part. And that I part. love you, nigga, the devil. All you niggas, nigga. And I pull up with this. I pull up with this same attitude, nigga. That's what niggas love me for. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, man. And, and, and your family situation, uh, what was it like for you growing up, bro? It was like this. I was born, like I said, in San Francisco. I'm a foster care baby. No mama, no daddy. Rich Rock and their family came through marriage. This was a foster. This was a foster family that I was placed in. This the real. They left me on the porch at two years old and sold me for seventy dollars, nigga. This my story, nigga. You feel me? In in being in the system. As far as the juvenile system, when it comes to foster care and all that, I was placed in a home, and then me and Rich Rock and them did it that way. After that, so you know that's how we that's how we tied in, and, and how close knit we is, and, and that's how it happened for me. I was sold at two years old for a seventy dollar hit, nigga. I never met my real mama, real daddy a day in my life. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That's how it was for me, and and um through marriage inherited all the rest of this love, man, and a fuck you up about Rich. 
rocker and, and all that, nigga. Big Mo and and, um, and everybody, you niggas know and love, nigga. Um, and there, there I go again. And my name gonna pop up, nigga, and there I go again. No doubt. San Francisco, nigga. No doubt, no doubt. And I'm 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 asking this because you know what, mess. A lot of people like to to kick you when you've been down, and and and, and talk shit about you know things that you've expressed in the past. But what you're talking about is some real shit. It's some real shit from the struggle. You have one minute remaining. Yo, can you holler back, or you gotta hit me another time? No, I can holler right back. You want me to call right back? Yeah, yeah. Let's run it right back. Okay, okay, but I'll hit you right back. All right, for sure. Okay, damn. All right, peace. Yo, yo. I'm right back. I'm right back. Okay, okay. So I was saying that, yes, what, what you're talking about is real experiences that people go through in the streets, in the struggle. And part of that, too, is I've heard you mention that drugs came into your life at a very young age. Is that correct? I was, uh, yes, yes. I was tooting powder at nine. This is a feel more tradition, my nigga. To smoke a little coke and toot a little pot of cocaine, my nigga, and kill some shit. You feel what I'm saying? This is history. When you say pot of cocaine, you you you, you feel more pop up. When you say smoking cocaine, nigga, they say they feel more niggas. I was too pot at nine years old. Word. Yeah, I think I, I mean, we've had Huey MC speak on this. We've had Quinn speak on the same thing. And I, I just wanted to put that out there just so people really understand, like, you know, the, the stuff they see or hear in the music, that's one thing. But this is these are real-life situations that, that people go through at, at such a young age, you know? Yeah, I was tooting powder at nine years old. Nigga, I had a pistol at nine years old. You know what I'm saying? I did Turkwood on a big wheel. You know what I'm saying? I came down Turkwood on a big wheel. You know what I'm saying? East ski all over the, all over the motherfucking walls and shit, nigga. In them Turkwood houses. You know what I'm saying? No That's doubt. what I came from, bud. No yeah. Street lunch, baby. West side, 1300. I did that. We stayed in a motherfucking spot, nigga. I slept in a motherfucking house, nigga, with the dogs, nigga. With all the dogs and shit, nigga. And we used to we used to stay in the spot, nigga. I had to sleep in the spot, nigga, up under the bed, nigga, with all the dogs and shit, nigga. On West side, nigga. That's what they had to tell you, nigga. I used to walk the dogs and shit every day, nigga. When my daddy and used to leave, nigga, I used to walk the my stepdaddy and used to leave. I used to run outside, nigga, and walk the dogs, nigga. They used to be in a spot, in a dope spot, nigga, in West Side. No doubt. I mean, I think that's that's one reason why people love you so much, man, because you came from the struggle. And you and you show people it's possible to get out. And what what was your first exposure to to hip hop? My first exposure to hip hop was I started say scandalous and merciless and all that. And um, keep a bitch broke, keep a keep a bitch broke. What keep a bitch broke, keep a keep a bitch broke. Hoes looking for a nigga in a benzo. So they could play a sucker, sucker like, like Nintendo. Nintendo. But no, I won't go for the gaffle. Hop in the skirt and put your ass on the straw, ho. Dumb bitch, I thought you understood. My pimping, my pimping, my pimping's good. Oh, straight out of Frisco. So let it be known, I'm from the danger zone. It's a lot of turfs in this sick-ass city. Army Street, Hunter's Point, and a swampy D. Patrill Hill, BGs, and Third Street. Double Rock in the field, mo OCP. 
Yeah, that that's that was my first introduction <laughs> to hip. Man, that's that shit. That's that shit. Huey FC, shout out. And um, on the Visadero, um, the continuation school on the Viz, going up there, doing that at a young age, like watching niggas walk out and shit, doing all that. I'm coming from West Side, nigga, strolling, strolling up there to the Viz, man, watching the continuation school get out, Huey and them. You know what I'm saying? And and, and that was my introduction to hip hop. UEMC, scandalous and merciless. Coop Nut. Hell yeah. And you got a chance to to meet and work with Coop Nut later down the line, too. Say it again. You had a chance to work with Coop Nut, too, right? Yes, I did. Me and Coop Nut did some shit. Um, and it blew my mind, man. We just. We got together, I, I pulled up on that, probably on Randolph or something, told him to meet me at the studio. This one, the studio was over the cross, right across the street from Two Jags. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. Was that Lay Black? Lay Black. That's when the studio was right by the barbershop and shit. Me and Nut run up in there and do that right quick. I had been waiting for a long time. They had called me for the Vibe Awards. Um... Shugging them at Central 415 and was looking for me um, at the Vibe Awards. Cool, nothing. Them, and niggas pulled up all out there and shit and did that shit. Nigga, I was waiting for a long time to do a Cool Nut song. Nigga, hella long. Hell yeah. Rest in, rest in peace, Cool Nut, man. Yeah, rest in peace, Cool Nut. So how, how, did you, how did you first start rapping? How did I first start rapping? It probably was a talent show in Aptis Middle School. Wow. And that's when I first started rapping. It was Huey UC, it was Merciless in them, and then it was a talent show. And the talent show was in Aptis. That's crazy. How how did you get the name Messy Marv? The Garbage Pail Kids named me Messy Marv. Do you remember them cards with the bubblegum and shit? <laughs> yeah. Stanky Fred and all the motherfuckers. Yeah. Yeah. There's a messy Marv garbage pill kid? The garbage pill kid. <laughs> <laughs> if you remember them cards, blood. <laughs> That's hard. Yeah. Okay, and and your your first album. Messy Situations dropped in 96. Messy Situations wasn't the first album. Okay, okay. I had an me. album called Game. I had an album dress one called Game to Be Sold. Mm, okay. This was on a cassette tape. It was three songs on it. On gangsters, players, hustlers, it's game to be... Dun, 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 dun. Oh, yeah. This G-Man stand. This, this, when M.O.G. was popping and shit, this a little bit after that. Okay. Um, EPA, M.O.G. still won, all that. Yeah, I get in the studio booth with um with G-Man Stan and everything after that been history, but So, so that, that led to the full-length album, Messy Situations. That led to the full-length album, Messy Situations. It was an E.P., um, that I put out called Game to Be Sold. Kibba, Kibba Conte came out from Funky Fat Graphics to do the graphics and shit. 
and um, came to the gents. We shot the pictures and shit, and I put out the cassette single, the maxi single. Quinn, Quinn was on the, uh, when Quinn came on the podcast, he said that cats from Page Street were the ones helping you put out the Messy Situations album. Is that correct? That's, that's what, that's, that's who done it. Okay. The Capitol. Page Street, Herc, Rest in Peace, Shock, um, all that up there. I used to walk through, I used to walk through Page at a young age. Um, all that up there, all them jets, when, uh, when both jets was up. I used to walk through Page at a young age, but Page yeah. Street always been right there for me. Yeah, and they so they put some bread behind that because you had you had a video, and this is before most people had music videos. You had a video for on, on the, the DL. DL, yeah, yep, and that was with uh, Trev yeah. G too, correct? Trev G, yep, and J and T showed up. A couple people showed up. Yeah. Yeah, JT, he... I remember uh, that video. It's a clean video. You had, you had the perm banging in that video. Yeah. And I got my shit pressed out, nigga. Yeah, I remember <laughs> Tommy Hilfiger was popping back then, nigga. Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it was clean. Uh, uh, so Hell yeah. Speaking of JT, he he produced one of the joints on there uh, for, um, in the back streets. How, how did you first link... Back street. How did you first link with JT? JT, um, I just, I met JT and had a little money. I was selling a little dope and asked for a few beats. And he told me to come up to the studio. He had a spot right next to Popeye's. He had an office right next to Popeye's. But he had, a, he had, don't stop till we major. All that had already been, been came out. He was already the one of them idle niggas that I fucked with. But I met up with him, and he told me to come to the studio. I had a few hundred in my pocket or something, about a thousand in my pocket that day. He told me, come to the studio, give me a few beats. And Queen just jumped in. Queen just jumped on it. And it was big. <clears throat> right, because Queen's on the album, too, The Poor, Poor Man's Dream. And I believe that, yeah. that that's your first collaboration. He he told us a story. That was that- the first collaboration. He, he said that y'all met... It's the first collaboration. He said that y'all met for the first time at a picnic in Fairfield. Do you remember that? Um, vaguely. I was a little bit of everywhere, though. Um, I remember them picnics. Pittsburgh, Vallejo, Fairfield. Yeah, I kind of remember that. But I think we first met on... Um, Mac Allister uh, on Fulton and I walked through uh, this one the CDP was in front of Walgreens uh, up by Midtown um, True Noon Marwan um, this was the CDP and Quinn walked through I walked through and we met on Fulton Street or something that day and um, Big Mo was introduced us that's when we first met okay okay and then the, the picnic was after that Okay. 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 Dope. 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 So that 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 messy situations, your name started buzzing off of that, and then um, also going through the timeline. Also in '96, when that album came out, you appeared on Mac Dre's Rompilation record. Yeah, the Rompilation. Was that your first time? Me and Quinn was driving through the crest. 
at a young age, blood, all idolizing, both idolizing the Mac Dre legacy. You feel me? But we was more outside and I was more everywhere with it. You feel me? Me and Queen would pull up everywhere. So um, I used to put up, um, used to put up our posters and shit and hit Pittsburgh, hit Vallejo, like I said, hit these other little Fairfield, hit hit these other little areas. But the Rompilation, I remember um, Mac Dre got out, had an SS. Um, We met up. This one, they was popping Babby. This one, Babby was popping Mm -hmm. when he was talking about a bitch. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Talking about Hutches and Babby and all that Vallejo slang. Yeah, me and me and um, Dre hooked up, and um, Charles Kelly pulled everything together for us, and then there go the Rampolation. Dope. And, and you also uh, got a, you got a song with him on Seventeen Reasons too, and you're on the cover of that that compilation. And we yeah. we just had Gold Toes on the podcast. He was shouting you out too, and he was saying that that was a big Shout record out for Gold you. Gold Toes. Hell yeah. Yep. Hell yeah. Seventeen Reasons both. 18 with a bullet, all that, everything that Toes did was a good look, a big look for the San Francisco Bay Area. This was North, this was North Day pulling together with Frisco, a black and brown thing. So this was something unheard of. You feel what I'm saying? And Toes was behind it. You know what I'm saying? Um, I remember doing a song with Gangsta Flea at High Street Studios. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Um... 17 reasons, 18 with a bullet and all that. Yeah, toes. Um, gold toes, Nim. That's my ninja. No doubt, no doubt, no doubt. I, th- I think I think the record that really put you on the map was that explosive mode in 1998 with you and San Quinn together for the first time. Okay, yeah. This one, Master P, had everything locked. I remember we first came out with this album. We took trips to L.A. looking for deals and shit. And Master P walking us outside, um, giving a steady mob and they SS and pilots and shit. Um, and Denali's and, and the shit that P was doing was steady mobbing in them. Um, me and Quinn was at the forefront of that trying to get us a deal, but keeping it so field mode, kind of missed out on that. You know what I'm saying? Coming up. Um, with P, when P had everything locked, man. So, yeah, shout out P. Um, shout out to his- You have one minute remaining. A whole bunch of shit like that. No doubt. That's what? Man, man, this, going, this is so dope so far, man. You, you really going in. This is a dope interview, bro. Good job, my nigga. Hell yeah, bro. So we, we was just talking about... Man. Say what? I said, cool beans, my nigga, bull beans. <laughs> I like that, man. The bull beans, yeah. man. Okay. Bull beans. So we was, just, we was just talking about um the explosive mode, bro. So instead of going through Master P, that album came out through her and Presidential Records, right? Yes, it did. And that's Pay Street again. This was H from Pay Street. This was the third um representative from the Capitol, we called the Capitol at that time. This was Perry Street, again, back in me and Quinn um, in our Fillmore history inside that booth. And that, that album is crazy. It's got production by Mike Mosley, DJ Daryl, Tone Capone, and, and many others. Um, 
and the one producer on there yeah, too. Presidential record. And also, Shout out Herm. Hell yeah, free Herm, man. Herm right now. Yep. Yes, Herm got caught up in the whole PCP thing, the whole Sherm thing, the Westfit thing. Um, back and forth to Kansas City. I remember jumping on a plane with about 90,000 in my shoes and shit, fucking with Herm and them, trafficking and shit. You know what I'm saying, nigga? Just real nigga shit, nigga, back and forth fucking with these birds and shit, nigga. And, and coming back home with 90,000 and shit in my shoes and shit. And Herm had caught some time. And that's what happened to presidential records. We was right there too again. And then that go to block. You mm. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, we had to we had to wait on that. You know what I'm saying? Again, there we go again having to wait on you know what I'm saying, on this block shit. And there is also a group that you, you, you guys were putting together too, the network, right? The network. So that was you, Quinn, Skyballer, Willie Hen. Seth, yeah. Seth the Gaffler, yeah. and Trev G. And Trev G and Bill Bill, yeah. Bill Bill, uh, yep. And so that, that never that never came together because of the Herm situation? Is that what happened? It never came together. My nigga caught that pen at that fair time, and that never came together. Mm. And Queen, Queen also mentioned that around this time, you moved into his mother's house. Exactly. Um, and there you go again. That was my family structure. It was, and there was Quinn. Um, they had put me, I got kicked out the spot and shit. And Quinn and them, um, with open arms, told a nigga to come up the way, you know what I'm saying? Get up the way where he was, man, and, and open it, you know what I'm saying? Open up, opened up for a nigga on um, that way. And, um, the rest of what me and Quinn did on every compilation and, um, all of the rest of San Francisco history with me and Quinn came from them bunk beds right down downstairs at his mama house. That's big, man. So y'all, it's a real, it's a real family thing with y'all. We made history. I mean, I got over fifty albums right now, but every compilation, everything, every soundtrack, everything we ever done, Southwest Riders, all that, we did from right there off of them bunk beds. No doubt, man. Y'all, y'all make a great team, man. And and after Explosive Mode came out, you had an album called Death on a Bitch in 1999. Yeah. Bootleg. Not bootleg, but um, some B-sides that I had sitting around. We just pulled together, and I left with uh, Hemp, um, another San Francisco representative um, that was fucking with George Clinton and you know what I'm saying? Sly Stone and the family. Um, um, my big nigga, my Frisco nigga, I left one with him and um, pulled together my B-sides and shit. You know what I'm saying? And and, and there you had that. Yeah, you, George Clinton is on that album. Did y'all actually get to work together on that song? Yes, we did. I sit in the studio with George. Uh, phenomenal nigga. You know what I'm saying? Um... Yeah, we worked on that. We worked on that album. That's crazy. That was bro. a song that that featured on that album. Yeah, George Clinton. Okay, so I gotta ask you this: There's also a song on there called "Hoes Ain't Shit," where you take shots at TLC. And I heard a rumor that you actually had a personal relationship with someone in TLC. Is that true? Um, I forget. Was it the BRE convention in Atlanta? It was something. 
um, and then the song came out, and then my feelings over the over the instrumentals and shit. That's all. Okay, okay. So that was just a response to to no scrubs. Exactly. Okay, okay, okay. Got you, got you. Um, your next project, you changed your name to Mescaline. Why why did you uh, decide to do that? Because this was another B side album that I pulled together and didn't want to discredit nothing I did um following, you know, um Mescaline. And this was just something that I put together, um, another B sides album that did pretty good. Yeah, I remember seeing the posters up for that one uh, in, like, liquor stores and shit in the city. Yeah, Walter did the distribution on that. And uh, we did all right. You know what I'm saying? I just didn't... It was just some... It was B-sides that I pulled together again and left with somebody that um, wanted to executive produce. Um, You know, and there's those one-offs. 50 bands here, 70 bands here, 90 bands here. 120 bands here. You know what I'm saying? 15 bands here. You feel what I'm saying? Yep. Side project. And me and Quinn, yeah, me and Quinn went through a lot of that too. Mm-hmm. So those were our B-sides that you're listening to um, that transpired from them 120s and shit. Well, one one interesting thing about that album is that it's got Keisha Cole on there on the song Nubian Queen, which is one of her first, if not her first song ever. How, how did yeah, you, that was that was pretty dope. Yeah, how did you link with Keisha Cole? Um, fucking around in West Oakland, um, just back and forth through the West, fucking around with Tony, Tony, Tony. You remember Keisha was signed to Dwayne Wiggins and them. Oh yeah, and I was gonna ask because yeah, he, and he produced for you too, right, Dwayne Wiggins? He did. Mm-hmm. This was grassroots um, records of, produ- of production, grassroots. And this is Dwayne had Disney Child, Keisha and them. And that's how me and Keisha and them hooked up. Dope. And and then you also got Rich, yeah. Rich the Factor on there. Have you, have you always had a good relationship with folks in KC? Yeah, me and Queen went to Kansas City on a tour and ended up falling in love with everybody out there. I ended up going back to stand for about a year or two. Okay. And, um... Yeah, just putting some good work in, man, out here on the streets, man, fucking around on this blacktop, fell in love with Kansas City. Kansas City fell in love with me, blood, me and Quinn. Well, I read I read in an article that you were in Kansas City in a car with Fat Tone, Sibo, and Mac Dre when Fat Tone actually had gotten shot. Is that true? Yeah, they say... Um. I was supposed to be in the vehicle that day. Okay. They got, the shit got hit up, but I never made it. I never did the radio interview. I stayed at the hotel room and shit, and they end up getting hit up a few hundred times. You know what I'm saying? They chased them niggas down, hit them niggas a few hundred times. You feel me? And that's how that happened. But um, my name was all over that. You know what I'm saying? I always get the bad, you know what I'm saying? Um, the bad rep. When it comes to the scam and shit, nigga, this project, nigga, shit, you feel me? They always do me like that, but, you know, there it is again, out here fucking around, man, on this blacktop, nigga, fucking around with this world, man, with this field mode. Well, that, that's why I'm glad we're speaking right now, my bro, so we can we can set the record straight on some of this shit. 
Straight up. In in two thousand one, rest in peace, Fat Tone. And yes, rest in peace, Fat Tone, most definitely. Uh, in two thousand one, you were confined to a wheelchair for six months. Yes, I was. What what happened there? Um, jumped out a four story window. Um, somebody trying to kick in the the, um, the hotel door. Hit the fire alarm on me. This what happened, blood. They hit the fire alarm on me, right? So everybody could evacuate, and then they try to kick the dough in. So I just jumped out the window. I landed on my feet, but I broke all my shit up. So nigga, I had to do a wheelchair. They said I would never walk again. You feel what I'm saying? I get the Kaiser and shit, nigga. Take me some crutches and shit, nigga. And start dragging this shit around, though. You know what I'm saying? I'm fucking with that wheelchair and shit, nigga for about eight or nine months and I got to start walking again and shit. Crazy, man. Yeah, and if if, if people watch Chill TV, they they see you can be seen on uh, crutches in that DVD. And uh, what's... what's Chill TV, shout out Mac Dre. Rest in peace, Mac Dre. Yeah. Hell yeah. My legs was fucked up. I was on crutches. Yeah. Yeah, man. What city was that in? Hood to hood. When you had to jump out. That was in Oakland. Oh, that was in... um, I was out of state. I was out of state then. Crazy, man. Showed up to do some shit, some promo shit, yeah. And had to jump out a four-story window on them niggas. They hit the fire alarm on me, nigga. And try to run up in that motherfucker. I jumped out the window on them niggas. <laughs> high as a kite. <laughs> I jumped out the window on them niggas and broke all my shit up, blood. That's crazy, bro. I don't, you know, that's what I'm saying, man. You motherfuckers can take shots at mess all you want and hate on mess all you want, but uh, only the strong survive, man. Most people couldn't survive half the shit that you've been through, bro. Thank you. Only the strong survive. Thank you, Triggs, man. Hell yeah. So you kept, you kept... San Francisco, Cali. That's right, man. And you kept, so you kept rocking after that and you dropped a lot of projects. You got uh, Turf Politics... The Block Files album. I got about 50. I got about 58. Today, collectively, on Cash Out Records right now, it's about 58 albums or 48 albums or something like that. Crazy, man. Um, Yeah, that I own um, solely, but it's like a hundred and some albums. Right. You feel what I'm saying? That's how much work me and Quinn put in. I got more albums than Quinn right now, but that's how much work we put in. I'm being relatively, I'm working relatively close to these compilations and these soundtracks and shit. No it doubt. ain't a nigga on, most comp, on more compilation on soundtrack than me and Quinn. Right. It ain't a nigga that put in more work than me and Quinn. Real talk. Real talk, man. And and some of those were dropping on your own label, Scalene Entertainment. And... You got a label deal with Universal Fontana for that? Yes, I did. And it went um, stupid dope. Um, this one, everybody from the Bay Area came over to SMC. Right. When I signed that deal, the Jack and everybody um, went through um, SMC, Fontana, Universal. I got it the worst. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, nigga, on them 120 years and then 90 years, I think I got about a, saw about a million in cash from SMC, and then they went bankrupt, uh, did something with their label, and all my shit was held up. And you know what I'm saying? It was hard for me to eat and shit, nigga. I couldn't get no checks. 
I'm mad as fuck. You know what I'm saying? And was telling everybody, you know, this was my situation with SMC, not to go there and fuck around because it wasn't nothing lucrative. And everybody still did what they had to do or whatever, and it made SMC the biggest album, the record label in the Bay Area. Filthy, everybody came through SMC after that. Well, that's what that's when you started dropping some of your biggest records, like like uh, Disobey in, in 04. That hit uh, number 76 on Billboard, top hip-hop R&B albums, number 49, top I am independent. An international billboard yes, I am an international Billboard recording artist. I've hit Billboard several times. Yeah. You have one minute remaining. Drinks one. Okay, okay, okay. We on. We on, miss. Yeah, this phone, man. You know how this phone should be. Yeah. We on, though. We live, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Live and direct. San Quinn, live and direct, nigga. San Francisco. So we was just talking about... Um, Disobeyish, man, that, that album did really well for you. You this is when I remember this is when I'm a kid. This is when I remember you really, really starting to blow up. Disobeyish. I gave away some ice tech watches. We put a DVD in the um CD. This was the first time this ever had been done in the Bay Area. I gave us something called the diary. We was doing Kemper Beach Party, Gaveston Beach, and all the rest of that shit. I put I put together uh, something called the diary to let them know that a Bay Area nigga, a Bay nigga, was fucking around out here. You feel me? So we, I put together that, gave away a few a few Ice Tech watches with the release, and then they're going to disobey us. One of the biggest albums that fucked around in the Bay Area. Billboard charting. No doubt, and this is this is the beginning of a real run because right after that came bandanas, tattoos, and tongue rings. Another, another. What was that seventy six on Billboard? Uh, I believe so. And so the bandanas was eighty, eighty on on top hip hop R and B. I got a bullet. I got a number seventy six with a bullet or something. Number seventy six on uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. For that was disobeys. Yep. That was disobey, and then I charted. With the next one, yep. with a bullet. Yep. Yeah. Yep, and and Get On My Hype was the lead single produced by Droopy. That was all over the radio. That was a big track. That's when we did the source. That's when we did the source, the Fat Joe issue. I got the Off The Radar. Um, and then the Jay-Z, XXL. Um, those articles right there, we did that after the Billboard shit too. I remember that. And that, that you... I went to jail for a pistol at the Source Awards, at the Source um, um, photo shoot. Um, they pulled me over, nigga. I went to jail for a pistol. I caught a couple of years for that. I remember that. Yeah, so I was gonna I was gonna ask about that in a second, but but going back to Bandana's album real quick. Um, this kind of this is when the hyphy movement is going on, and and when you drop Get on My Hype, you you kind of became part of the hyphy movement too. Right, right, right. And and my whole argument was it was still some old school niggas, nigga, with this old school shit, nigga. You feel what I'm saying, though? Nigga, I love you, niggas. I love hyphy, all that, nigga. But don't forget, don't try to just change and switch up on me, nigga, and say fuck me, though, nigga. And that's how that movement was, bud. That movement was very powerful, nigga. 
You know what I'm saying? That hyphy shit nigga was very powerful. I said, nigga, still some old school niggas running around here with this old school heat, nigga. Don't do that to me. And that was my whole discrepancy with the hyphy movement. It wasn't that I didn't give a fuck about the young niggas. It was this old school heat, nigga. You know what I'm saying? So that, that's when Drew P came in and kind of just set the record straight. Like, let me let Mess do that and all that. And the Jacka remix all on the radio and all that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that, that was, was big. a hyphy movement. That was big. And and, and you were also um, close with Fab. You mentioned Fab earlier on the phone, but you and, you and Fab go way back too, right? Hell yeah. Yeah, Fab go back to riding around and, and rental cars with the instrumentals on and Fab just going off for hours. That's dope. Dope as fuck. Name one thing, nigga, and he'd just go off for an hour, blood. Right. Shout out to Swad, all that, nigga. That's when me and Fab come in. That's why I come in with Fab, blood. Fab was that hungry, my nigga. Another person you had on, on the Bandanas album is Sugar Free. What, what was it like working with Sugar Free? Oh, they sent it in. They sent it in to me. Okay, okay. He had been coming to Filmo for a while. Um, Up the way, fucking around. Up the way at... um. At the homeboy J studio. You feel what I'm saying? So I was lucky to get my hands on one of them. I got my hands on one of them, and the rest is history. Hell yeah. Another another dope collaboration on there that I think is an important my song. My Pomona nigga, yeah. He used to stay in field mode. I was lucky to get my hands on one of them sugar free verses, nigga. Yes. Hell yeah. Shout out to Sugar Free, one of the greatest. Shout out Sugar Free. And you, you also collaborated with Dead Prez on that album. Oh, yeah, Dead Prez. I done been to, went to Brooklyn and fucked around with M1 and them. M1 come to Frisco, nigga. I done telling niggas, hold on, nigga. Let me pull up in here, nigga. Get in here, do with this red flag, nigga. Then get it, get up in here, nigga, with M1 and them, nigga. Me and my bitch pull up, nigga. Um, that's the last time I, I talked to, to Dead Prez. They had a show in Frisco. I forget the name of that motherfucking theater, the, the, um, the club right there, but they had a show. I showed up with my bitch, nigga, and um, just was moving the crowd for blood. Nim, you feel me? Real political niggas that I fucked with, I fell in love with, nigga. M1 and Dead Prez and, and um, Stick Sticks man. from Dead yeah. Prez. Yeah, yeah, respect to Dead Prez, man. Revolutionary but gangster. Yeah. Um, we had one called, um, oh, I forgot the uh, name you, you of this one. You ain't the only one. You ain't the only one. Yeah, nigga. Yeah. It's a very, it's a very powerful song. Hell yeah. They're my niggas. Shout out there, Prez, man. Um, also in 05, man, Obi Trice. Who was who was signed to Eminem got on KML and he he says some comments on the radio that that you didn't take too kindly to at the time. Oh yeah, we tried to get up to the radio station that day, man. That's when KML blackballed me, banned me, and all of that. <coughs> um, around that time, uh, Royce and Five Nine at Royce and uh, Fab had fell out too, and I tried to put my arms over that too. But I remember exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. We tried to get up to the radio station quick. 
Do you, do you remember what he said? He said something about San Francisco and, and homosexuals. Niggas or was faggots. Yeah. Yeah, he said something. I, I really don't remember exactly what he said, but we was trying to get up there. There's there's a there's a couple diss songs uh, against him. One one is on the um the Kale the Kale mixtape with the Click Clack yeah. Gang. And we've uh, uh, been laughing in them. Yeah, and this, so this is when you started putting to or uh, you started putting this together with the group too, right? The Click Clack. This is when they started coming out. The Click Clack Gang. Yeah. What's what's the history behind behind that group? They just did projects just. When some we niggas just left, um, niggas got start getting fed time. Um, I'm moving around the world. All the cocaine and shit start slowing up, nigga. All the tree niggas stuff coming through, getting the tree and the cocaine, nigga. So we got a substation putting in front of in the, in the buildings. They did us like that. They put a substation in the middle of the motherfucking buildings on us. So that shit all kind of dried up, nigga. I just show up um, right before I come do this time. Shoot me a video with Stewie um, in front of the buildings, man. You know what I'm saying? And um, yeah, just a whole bunch of shit like that, blood. Um, this shit just dried. Shit just got dry, blood. Click clack gang, nigga. We was nationwide with this click clack shit, but the buildings just did some other shit, nigga. That made me, that made the block do some other shit. You feel what I'm saying? Got you. Yeah. They put a substation, nigga, in the middle of the buildings on us, nigga. Million dollar operation, blood. Oh I said, yeah. Check a million, nigga. So this is also when when Ko got put on gang injunction list. About SFPD. Yeah. yeah. So I, I I remember that being to me that was always part of gentrification because they did that on 24th, they did that in Oakdale, and they did that in KO. Yeah, yeah. They started putting people yeah. on the on the gang injunction list to where they couldn't even be in these spots and associate with each other anymore. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, so you mentioned, uh, you, you talked about earlier, I believe you were on your way to a double XL photo shoot when you got pulled over with a pistol, right? And I think it was the source of double XL. I got pulled over with some heat and got a couple years off that. Kind of slowed up. Everything was right there again, nigga. I'm like, nigga, I'm doing source double XL, LeBron and them on the cover. JC, um, double XL, and um, Fat Joe, Source, um, couple issues off the radar, all that. And then we had a photo shoot for XXL, and I'm on my way, and the police pull me over, and I get caught with, with some heat with a Thule. I get caught with a Thule, nigga, I had to go give up, I had to give back a few, a couple or something, nigga. And it just slowed. That just you know, kind of deferred what I was doing on my way to doing again. Yeah, man. I mean, again, this is this is why I want people to understand, man. You you've had to overcome a lot of setbacks, bro. A lot of setbacks, exactly. Yeah. But it's crazy because even though you're dealing with that case, 2006, you dropped a ton of albums, man. 
Um, explosive mode two, hustling there, getting that guac draped up and chipped out. There's a hundred racks with yuck mouth. There's explosive mode three, bullies with fullies. What you know about me? This is all in, in, in while you're in jail. Right. So, right. Expl- explosive mode three, that's you, Quinn, San, uh, you, Quinn, Jacka, and, and Hustler. What, what was your relationship like with, with Jacka and the mob figures? Oh, this was Pittsburgh, California. This was El Pueblo Village. El Pueblo Village. This was Pittsburgh High. All them gangs and shit. Nigga, this was Pittsburgh. This was the Jack. This was Only Mac. This was AP. This was us. You feel what I'm saying? And the dude that mom gets his explosive was just, we was long overdue. This was Sebo and them. You know what I'm saying? This was West Coast Mafia. That's where P9 and, and, and Jack and them come from. This was Bo and them. No doubt, man. I mean, that's a dope-ass album, too. Dope combination, the four of y'all yeah. together. Um, we got to do everything um, and kind of left our... Um, marketing with show and show kind of just do you know things that need to be done um to get things to where they need to get yeah and, frisco and they, street show covers. right frisco street show yeah, and that's mm-hmm. why the covers were so what they were it wasn't the norm of the my figures and mess in them you feel what i'm saying and they're gonna show right putting together you know, doing things the way that he needed to do things to get things out. The covers just came together the way his graphic designer pulled things together so show could get things together because we were all over the place. You feel what I'm saying? Well, I think you were probably also scrambling, trying to do as much as you could before you went to do your, your time, right? Before I caught that, before I got that time, yeah. yeah. Lil Flip, David Banner, we all came together before I went and got that little time. Right, 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 right. I, and, and speaking of Pittsburgh, man. Another one with me and David Banner. That shit sound like we did it yesterday. Facts. Uh, uh, speaking of Pittsburgh, man, I, I heard that you were in L.A. when King Frico got killed. Yes, I seen that happen. You were there on the scene. Yes, I was. Wow, man. Rest in peace, King Freak. Yes. So you were down there with, with Jacka and the rest of them in, in L.A. when when he got killed. Correct. Damn. Well, rest rest in peace, Jacka, man. Rest rest in peace, Freako. Rest in peace, Jack. Rest in peace, Freak. Yes. Okay, so bu- bullies were fullies, right? <clears throat> you have one minute remaining. Ooh, we can we keep going? Yeah, go ahead. You want me to call you right back? Yeah, yeah. They about to shut us down in a minute to do this count. Okay. So it might be a little bit before, before um, if they shut us down before I get the call back, I'm trying to talk quick. Um, it'll be, I, I can call right back um, right after they do that. They're going to turn the phones back on the shit. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Why don't you just hit me, hit me back after that? Okay. Bet. All right. Now let's shit. do it. I'm going to try to do it. I'm going to try to, I'm going to try to knock this oh, okay, shit out. Okay. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Let's go. Let's I'm, go. I'm going to call you right. I'm going to call you right back. All right. For sure. Uh, okay, young mess, we good, we good. Let's 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 get to it before uh, the time run out. Um, I was I was talking about bullies with fullies, which is a big album, and I heard that there was bullies with fullies. There was some tension between Hunter's Point and Filmo at the time, so that's why it was a good look that you and Juice came together. Is is, is that the story? Um, yeah, 
Um, yeah, I remember that too. Um, I come from San Francisco from the beginning, where it was on with the point. And where I was from up the way, we it was on um, it, with the point with, with Kirkwood. And and that's how we, you know, that's that, that's what transpired um, with this beef shit in San Francisco, Phil Moe and Hunter's Point. So I come from them, I come from that early San Francisco, nigga, you feel what I'm saying? So me, when me and Juice got together, it was just perfect, bud. Hell yeah. It's a dope, dope album too. One, one thing that's interesting is that I think people were surprised to see you in the album artwork with a lot of red and, and some rags. And did you feel like people had a negative reaction to that, but you were just like, fuck it, I'm, I'm doing my thing regardless? If, if you remember, Kugna kept a red flag. You know what I'm saying? This was Kumi. Sure. This was Kugna. This was everything we idolized. You feel me? Um, Black Gorilla family. Shout out to Black Gorilla family. This was Kumi. This was the 415 thing. You know what I'm saying? And then mine, my bounty hunter bloodstain came in after that. You feel what I'm saying? Everybody say I was supposed to fall in the lap of Jama and Big Ten, but I fell in the lap of Pyro. And then they go our allies with 415, with this penitentiary thing, and this up north thing. Right. Yep, I, I, I didn't feel nothing. I didn't feel nothing. This was click clack gang. This was what I was pushing. This was what everybody respected, and that's what it was. I, think, I didn't feel no different. I, I think people got to respect it with you. you, you you're going to push your line however you want, and I think that that's respectable, bro. Yep. Well, so just to, just to go... Well respected, man. So to keep going through the timeline, man, I mean, you... you the early 2000s, you're still going crazy. What you know about me, one and two. Playing with my nose. I heard you debuted that at the Bars Awards. It went crazy. The Bars Awards went crazy. <laughs> yeah, me and Juice went crazy at the Bars Awards. My lawyer came out and everybody went crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, so you you just on your run, man. Messy Slick with Mitchie Slick's dope album. Uh, um, Shout out America's Most Wanted, Mitchie Slate. That was a good album right there, blood. The, the business. That was my Damon all over that with, with, with that Pyroin. No you doubt. You know what I'm saying? With the Damon. That gets the Damon Pyroin. And I love Mitch for doing that for me. America's Most Wanted, Mitchie Slate. That's where Mitchie Slate come from. America's Most Wanted. Them niggas killed the police and shit. You remember that? I don't they remember that. Got... America's Most Wanted. Oh, shit. For murdering the police. That's where Mitchie Slick and them come from. That's Lincoln Park. That's San Diego. That's them niggas that killed the police, cuz. Shout out to Mitchie Slick, man. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, you keep dropping, bro. Dra draped up and shipped out. I wanted to ask you if you know the song Say Love is like your most streamed song on Spotify right now? Pull that up. It is. They got a few million songs, bro. I think it's your your top song right now, Say Love. Say Love, dope joint. Collaborated with Jay Valentine. She worked the trouble. Um, um, once again, Jay. Um, yeah, it's at three, it's at 3.3 .3 million plays right now on Spotify, man. The ladies go crazy for that That's song. so dope. 
You didn't know that, huh? No, dope. Jay was writing. No, I didn't. And again, Jay Valentine, Jay was writing for a lot of artists in Los Angeles. Um, with his brother Bob New was doing some things for Death Row too. I was supposed to go do that with said the Death Row thing. Um, with Big Ron New. They was waiting on me for that and went to jail for another pistol or something. I always go to jail for a goddamn gun. Give me a pistol charge, nigga. I give up a cover. I sit down, do me a year or two. Come home, nigga. Be home six months, eight months, a year, and go right back. I got about seven gun charges. I'm like, damn, nigga. I can't go nowhere without this switch, though. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's fucked yeah. up that, that you're catching cases because you're, you're doing it for this because it's, it's something that you're doing to protect yourself, right? I can't go nowhere without this switch, though. But yeah, shout out Jay Valentine. That's my nigga. We came together. That was one of the dopest songs that all the females love. Um, yeah, she worth the trouble. That's my nigga. No doubt, no doubt. I'm, 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 um, I'm gonna run through it kind of quick because we're getting low on time. But um, you keep, you keep dropping projects, man. And um, cake and ice cream, the, the Filmo Nation compilation. Uh, blow, oh, with, yeah. blow with burner. Um, blow with burner. The cover of Forbes, marijuana meltdown. Me and burner. Blow, boat docks, um, blocks and boat docks. Yeah, you were living in Miami. You were living in Miami at that time. I was in Miami. I was in Miami at the time. He came. He come get me to do them two albums with him. No doubt. Come put some money, man. Tell me to to jump in there with him and I did that and now the cover of Forbes and all that too though you feel me very very proud of blood and what blood did man cause it all fall back on me nigga so I came home to, that other time and, and you remember Bernard had gave me a couple hundred thousand or something and we had did that that was all over the internet and Instagram and shit me counting that and shit shout out to Bernard too man hell yeah Shout out, Burner. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, there, there, Blocks and both dots. There's one. There's one situation that comes up with you, and people bring it up a lot. And I believe they bring it up on some some hater shit. But basically, in 2013, man, you're in Reno, and you are basically filmed getting getting robbed at gunpoint, right? And I feel like oh yeah. That it, when you spoke on it before, it was basically like the club had gotten shot up. You were supposed to perform, but it got shot up, so you didn't. But then the next thing you know, it kind of seems like a setup where people come into your room and, exactly. and, and, and trying to trying to exactly. trying to get you. Yeah, that's exactly how it happened. I open the door, and then excuse me, I open the door and it go down right there. And and people took took some shots at you, but like that's some shit that happens every day in the streets, man. And um, to to me, it's all good. I get right back up. I get up after all that shit that happened. I get up. I wake back up. I get up, drink, drink, drink the rest of my bottle, and get back outside. That part, man. Like I said, man, only the strong survive, bro. You've been through a lot of shit, and you keep yeah, going, bro. That, that gangster five, that gangster five, though. No, I get right back up, finish the rest of my bottle, and then get back outside, nigga. All fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, nigga, that's how that went, nigga, and that's how this go. That's right. You know what I'm saying, though? That's right. Yeah. That's right, bro. 
And, and so, again, we're talking cases. 2014, you, you end up catching a case in Texas, and you sit down for some years at that point. Um, yep, I was looking at, they indicted me in Texas. They indicted me in Georgia. I was looking at TN in Texas. I, I went to the PN in Texas, TDC, Hutchins State Prison. I knocked that shit out, gave that number back. They extradited me to Georgia. I was looking at 17 on the indictment. I did 22 straight. They all of the case was so fucked up. I did 22 months without going to court and shit. Just kept waving time, not going to court, and they let me out on that. Crazy, man. But but you got back to it right when you got out. Oh, also, I was going to ask, too, during that time, is that when Lavish D from SAC said he had reached out to you while you were locked up to get you on some songs? Is, is that how that went down? Still marked for death. Still marked for death. I did off the phone from Hudson State Prison. And you, and you jumped on, one, on on some of CML's tracks, too, right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. But when, when you get out, um, again, right back to it, you're dropping singles, videos, uh, Explosive Mode 4 with Quinn, um, album with Kafani, yeah. and then, um, but then in 2018, you, you signed to, well, with Mozzie. Uh, how, did exactly. that, how did that situation come together? Man, here go World Star. Here go me jumping out with the chopper. Here go all the front page. I mean, the front um, page in the newspaper, all that. And then me just moving around and shit after that, um, fucking around in Sacramento. I had pulled up in the whole park. And Mozzie say, meet him in Las Vegas in 42 hours. He gonna give me, he gonna give it to me. I said, boo. I, I jump back in the whip. We flick it up and shit. I jump back in the whip and get to Las Vegas with that chopper. And then fucked up part about that. I just give me a condo and shit, nigga. And then go to jail for some stupid. I had to throw a gun. I had to throw a gun in Las Vegas. I go to jail, get an ankle monitor. They give me an ankle monitor, nigga. I can't send a motherfucker in a condominium to pay my rent, nigga. The, the, not the going to the bank for me. None of that shit. You know, niggas don't answer their phones. So I lost all that shit right before I came and done this. Yeah, there there was uh, footage of you basically in spots like Richmond. And, and you know, like I keep saying, bro, any time I bring up some of the shit that you've been through, I say that to say this, bro, like, motherfuckers could not survive the shit that you've been through, bro. Especially being, especially being a superstar, a public figure, you're known everywhere you go in California. These motherfuckers could not deal with having their business put on the internet, having people put cameras in their face. But every time, and I think this mess, I think this is another one of them times. This is where we're going to speak into existence right here, bro, is that it's a minor setback to a major comeback every time, blood. Major setback. Minor setback for a major comeback. Yep. Yep. Okay, 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 okay. Yep. Yeah. But um, just real quick, though, to go back to Mozzie, man, like, a lot of, you've influenced a lot of rappers, and he's probably one of them, the most noticeable ones. A lot of Sacramento cats, especially, they love you in Sacramento. How, how do you feel being at this stage in the game and seeing all, all the people and all the artists that you've influenced? I just wanted to give it back. 
And that's when the burner deal came in and the Mozzie deal came in. Let me give it back to you, nigga. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to show up with this chopper. I'm going to pull up on everybody's set. I'm going to let everybody know I'm there. If they need me, I'm right here, blood. Cuz, blood, anybody in the world, nigga, I'm outside with this heat, nigga. If y'all need me, I'm right here. I got the Las Vegas and got outside with that. You feel what I'm saying? Mozzie never respected it, nigga. And I hit the studio. They were fucking around, threw my heat up under the couch, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Threw the fucking in the chopper up under the couch, nigga, and got it to the booth. And that, and the rest was history. Child time. That's what's Mozzie up, man. Zilla. That's what's up, bro. Uh, was well, mess, bro. Like, it's it's an honor for you to share your story with me, and uh, it's an honor for me to be able to put this out there for the world to see. We gonna spread this around so we get you the support and the love and the respect that you deserve, so we can welcome you back home in the proper way. And I look I look forward to doing that and and. and and seeing you saluted and getting your flowers, bro, because you are definitely one of the top rappers to ever come out of the Bay, to ever come out of the West Coast, and you made an impact on, on, on hip-hop, period. You. And you did it all representing the city Thank of San Francisco, bro, and we love you for that, man. Thank you. Like I said, as soon as I get back, I'm going to get with Fab, and we're going to throw some uh, welcome back or something like that, man, Fab real good with his hands shit, nigga, with this promo shit and, and his party shit. You know what I'm saying? Um, I've been here. I've been down three years. You know what I'm saying? Just a little bit. You have one minute remaining. You know what I'm saying? And um, I'm going to get home, get with Fab. We're going to throw something. Maybe have a, a couple people walk through, a Kylie Jenner or a Trina, Dama Princess or something. You know what I'm saying? They have um, Fab get one of these air... B&Bs, man, and, and, and just bring it in with Oakland like that um, for Frisco, um, Dregs. One, that's what my plan is. So, you know what I'm saying? That's what's been on my mind. I've been on my bunk contemplating that. Um, like I said, um, and I'll be home shortly, man. I've been down three. I'll be home shortly, but... Well, you got my support, bro. I'm going to keep in touch with you. I'm a, you know, we're going to spread the word about this, and we're going to start this free Messy Marv movement back up again, bro. Thank you. As soon as they let me know what's up, I'll get, I'll get with you and let you know what's up so we can do a stop clock or something on these on these um, these um blog sites, some banner space with a stop clock to let everybody know free messing more. I mean, this one I'll be home. Thank you for using Global Tell Link. Yo. Yo, yo, yo. Yeah, I'm right back. I'm right back. Okay, okay. Like I said, um, you know how these phones are shit, how these phones are shit is with this time shit. Like I said, um, that's been on my mind. That's the only thing been on my mind. Um, this get back, Fab, one of these parties, somebody walking through or something, you know what I'm saying? Kylie Jenner, Katrina Diamond Princess or something, you know what I'm saying? They go LA, they go to um, a business that I fuck with, nigga. You feel what I'm saying? Too bad business that I fuck with, nigga. Get with Fab. Let Fab put his hands and shit on this shit, blood, like I be doing these Airbnbs, blood, and welcome me back that way. That's been on my mind, so I'm definitely going to get with Fab. I'm going to get at Gary Archer. Shout out Gary Archer. That's what, that was my manager for a while. Uh, white boy Gary, nigga, that's my nigga. I'll fuck you up, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, yeah. And that's, that's the only thing been on my mind is get back. Mr. Fab, this party. A party, you know what I'm saying? This party, somebody to walk through, 
You know what I'm saying? And um, just bring it back home with the Bay Area like that, man. Give them something like that, man. And um, enjoy this shit, nigga, while I'm, while, I'm, while I'm home, nigga. You know what I'm saying? That's the only thing been on my mind, man, this get back. New album, I'm thinking about calling Certified. You know what I'm saying? And um, a whole bunch of shit like that, blood. Fucking with this bump, nigga. Knocking this time out, nigga. And this get back. That's beautiful, man. That that's that's what everybody is always saying, man. We need they they saying we need new music. They saying this shit ain't the same without mess. They the fans are out there. They're ready to support you. The Bay Area is ready to support you. Like I said, I think we could put all the all the drama and the controversy behind. And I think I'm gonna put it out there that when you when you bounce back after this after this time, this gonna be the biggest comeback. In Bay Area history, I'm I'm putting that into the universe right now for you, bro. Okay, bet that's love right there, Drags. I love you. Love you for too, bro. For pulling this shit together. Hell yeah. For coming to visit me, nigga. For, for putting that on me, nigga. I love you, blood. You kept it so frisco, nigga. I said, man, let me do this shit. I be real selective too, blood. And I don't be trying to be anti-social and shit, but I just be like that. And everybody will tell you that's how mess be, blood. You know what I'm saying? So I, I want to make sure I did this for you in San Francisco, man, in Oakland, California, in the Bay Area, nigga. You know what I'm saying? This get back. The only thing on my mind, blood, this fab party, nigga, this get back, nigga, share something with the Bay Area, just walk through or something, nigga, and nigga, getting back, nigga, certified, nigga, the new album, nigga. No doubt. That's the only thing on my mind, blood. No doubt, man. Well, I'm I'm here for you now, man, and and we we gonna we gonna spread the word, bro. And we gonna this this is the beginning right here. We gonna get the people ready. Matter of fact, Dio just text Mitchy Slick. Mitchy Slick hit, hit him back and said he rocking with you until the wheels fall off, mess. That's what Miss said. Yeah. I love you, Mitchy. OG Mitchy, big. <laughs> Yo, yeah. Are there any other shout-outs you want to give or anything else you want to say and let the people know out there, bro? San Diego, America's Most Wanted Mitchie. Um, a whole bunch of bass shit. You feel what I'm saying? Um, the Towers and them, them young cats. Um, young Blood and them. Um, Jason Yada all the time. Sunnydale and them. Them young cats, them young niggas. You feel what I'm saying? Um... Respectfully, um, and um, send my love to SOB and them, them young niggas. You feel what I'm saying, though? I just came home. I just came home. I haven't been home a year. I just come right back. SOB and them was the niggas. You feel what I'm saying, them young niggas? I send my love to them young niggas, blood. All them young niggas, the Towers, the Swamp, um, and, and SOB and them. A whole bunch of base shit like that. AMW, America's Most Wanted, Mitchie Slick. Won't Stop Being a Blood. The biggest blood anthem in the world. Me, J-Rock, Mitchie Slick. Yeah, a whole bunch of shit like that. Keeping it San Francisco, though, nigga. Third most dangerous city in the motherfucking world, nigga. You say San Francisco, third most dangerous city, nigga. You gonna hear blood. Fillmore District, nigga. You know what I'm saying, though? Yeah. L.A. number two. It's St. Louis number one. And that's how we've been fucking with it, nigga. That's how we're going to stay fucking with it, nigga. San Francisco, nigga. You hear me? 
And, and, and that's the only thing on my mind, getting back, bud. And, and can we expect some new, some new music with you and Quinn when you get out too? You and Sam Quinn? Of, of course, I'm, I'm definitely gonna get with my cousin if we got to go back to Mom's house and do it on the kitchen table like how we fuck with it, blood. I'm definitely gonna get with my cousin and we definitely gonna try to pull something together for this mess of Queen shit. Um, that's a must, bud. Well, that's what's up, bro. All records. I'm fucking with Walter Blood. That's where all my catalog and shit at. I'm fucking with Walt Blood. I'm going to get home, man. Sitting in front of Walt, man. Hopefully Walt can sign me a check, nigga. You know what I'm saying, though? Hopefully Walt sign me a check. The last of the distributors, the last of this independent shit, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Hopefully can't pay independent mess, nigga. Get him a check or something, nigga, out this shit, nigga. I'm not going to sit down with Walt, nigga, in this get back, nigga. That's it. I can't wait, man. I'm excited, bro. I'm I'm juicing. Like I said, I believe it, man. And we putting this out there for the world to see that. You heard it here first, man. Mess is coming home soon. And when he gets out, he getting right back to it. And it's going to be the biggest comeback in Bay Area rap history, man. And 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 Mess, bro, like Thank I said, you, I'm here for you, bro. So you holler anytime. I'm sure I'll, I'll pull up on you soon. And I'm sure we're going to have much more to talk about and much more to build on, bro. Thank you, Dre's one. Thank you, mess. Thank you, bro. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Frisco, nigga. Hell yeah, bro. Frisco forever, man. I'll, t- I'll talk to you soon, Messi. Okay, hit, hit, okay, hit, damn. Hit me up tomorrow or something. We'll just chop it up some more. Okay, okay, damn. All right, bro. Peace. Recognize where you got the game. We got our own style, got our own slang. Northern California is a West Coast thing. This is the history of the bank. Recognize where you got the game. We got our own style, got our own slang. Northern California is a West Coast thing. This is the history of the bank.